Hello, and welcome to Artistas in the Capital. My name is Norma Sorto, and I'm your host for Ola Cultura's brand new monthly podcast, featuring interviews with Latinx artists in the Washington area. Being an independent artist is being in an independent business. And I think we're such a capitalistic, job-driven community that sometimes we forget that there's so much that artists contribute aside from the art, aside from performances. For me, I found so much joy in the arts personally, like in my downtime. And like, it wasn't really escapism as a kid. It was like empowerment, I feel. And it connected me culturally to like the rest of the world. Becoming an artist, I think that took a little bit longer. I would say I'm still learning to be an artist. I have found my own voice, but I think there's always room to grow. You know, I'm not writing essays, I'm not writing articles. So I'm usually trying to figure out what are the fewest amount of words that explain the issue, explain my point of view. You know, how can you express what you're fighting for with imagery? I don't want to be the type of artist who makes work that alludes to politics but doesn't speak to it directly. I think that art has to give a testimony of what's happening and the time the art was made. I always say that art doesn't happen in a vacuum, you know? It happens in a given time, in a given place, in a given set of circumstances. The Washington metropolitan area has an estimate population of more than six million people. But how many of them are Latinx artists, or as we like to call them, artistas in the capital? Based on interviews conducted by Ola Cultura's Bell Program, this podcast aims to support and bring awareness to local Latinx visual artists, writers, performers, and creative impresarios in conversation each month that focus on themes of identity, intersectionality, heritage, and more. It's a community of artists that support each other and who don't sound alike. So in some cities, you listen to poems and poets and they have the same rhythm. In DC, everybody got a different sound. Latino immigrant literature, Hispanic immigrant literature proves that Latino writers, immigrant writers, and working class writers have concepts of art, literature, and culture, and could produce works of art worthy of study, remembering, and becoming part of the American legacy. There's a lot of studies going on about films, movies, cinemas, but not so much about television because many times people say, no, telenovela is not so good, but at the end they reach the people, no? Back then, there's nothing representing Latino culture, Hispanics, in the toys aisle in Target, and that was so frustrating for me. The United States has so many Latinos families that are having to raise their kids outside of their culture. Part of the intervention to racial trauma is having a space in which it is acknowledged. When there's a silence, when there's a taboo about it, you can't heal something when it's kept in the dark. It needs to be brought out into the light. Being an artist is a difficult job because economically you're always like going crazy, but then that's not important because you have to do what you have to do. So I have to talk with my heart. Tune in on June 14th for our first episode, streaming anywhere you listen to podcasts. For updates on episodes and Linux events in the D.C. area, follow us on Instagram at DC, And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Artistas in the Capital so you can always be the first to know when new episodes are published.